jump right in, Tony. Live and direct from Dubai. <clears throat> the Muscle and the Hustle podcast from Dubai Marina. Worldwide. No doubt. Worldwide. <clears throat> Massive in Sri Lanka. We've done it in Spain. We've done it in Northern Ireland. We've done <laughs> it in Dubai a couple of times now. Huge. Uh, we're huge in Sri Lanka. Tony's just getting closer to his fan base. <laughs> I know, that's it, I'm going over who really matters <laughs> He's moving away from your he's, he's completed in your and he's moving closer to Sri Lanka To be close to the guys, the crew out there The Muscle and the Hustle podcast Fan club The OGs The OGs, but yeah, yeah Tony's in Dubai, like top yeah. off Living life, flexing his chest I'm not even, it's just naturally like that now Naturally like that, but yeah, we're it's recording really saggy looking, but it's what it is a wee bit saggy look I didn't want to say that because nobody's getting to see the picture but we're here we move on we we uh, progress we uh, <laughs> Tony's in Dubai I'm in Bangor as usual it's like a story of my life he's tootering about the place I'm the guy I'm the guy who used to be fucking flying about now, now I'm like an old static statue just fucking sitting here while Tony's oh he's away I'm away on work duty the man's going to pool parties I'm way to work. I went to one one pool party and it's oh I've lived a life right. Was away. it where was it? Zero gravity? No, it was weighing by insomnia. It was on the top of the Dubai Marina. It was mate you know me, like I had like three drinks all in and that was over like four or five hours. <laughs> I was gonna take the piss out of under one of your pictures and then I realised that the picture wasn't you, you put it up, it was some other boy. It could have got a bit <laughs> could have got a bit awkward because he wouldn't have got my jokes. No, it would have looked like you were giving me abuse, probably too. Like, well, so no, he would have he would have took it as abuse. I was going to write, is this the? Uh, what was I going to write? Is this is this the the set the six figure, uh, fit pros day out? Yeah, he probably would have took that. Out. He would have took that offensively. I reckon. And then I, I realized it was his picture, not yours. And I was like, oh fuck, I better not write that. It's different when it's somebody else's. He should have collabed with me. I could have used it, and then you could have. But like everything, though. But people had it like like that or it's one of the things whenever you don't know somebody but money and all whenever you bring money in the equation people start getting fucking oh, all, like, all jittery and all fucking nervous and oh it's a different ball game a lot of people can't take online stick like you can take it as well oh, take you laugh buckets. at it like you take fucking laugh at it some boys fucking tiktok's mental <laughs> some boys that Every are time. a wee bit less you know secure as you you know secure in your own being when you say it, the smallest we hang, it creates this fucking just, I don't know, like a massive hole that they have to like go, oh, what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by this? I had a joke about the other day, and this guy, I've known him for, okay, I've known this boy for 10 years, and there was a, he shared a news article, and he tagged, he tagged another mutual friend of ours into it, and he tagged him in and go check us out. And there was a guy in his hometown that's, been arrested 56 times and never done a minute in jail and then what? I I wrote on boys were all writing underneath it Jesus man I wrote Jesus he's nearly got your record you're sitting at 60 everybody knows this and through the boys never and he writes to me he goes what do you mean by that I've never been arrested in my life and I'm like fucking course you haven't what, what, the what are you on and he's like oh you know people might think I've been arrested and I'm like I'm pretty sure nobody in the right mind thinks you've been arrested 60 times you absolute no moonbeam moonbeam 
Moonbeam isn't the word for that, I reckon. But how's Dubai going anyway? What are we at? What are we? What's the daily life been like? Daily life's been pretty straightforward. I've been deloading, so it's not been as hectic because I've been getting my burns and been deloading for the week. So, no daily life is wake up, nice, decent enough time and around the eight-ish mark, nothing extreme. Uh, it took me a while to get my sleeping power back because I'm three hours ahead, you see. So, when it's it's half six for you now, isn't it? And it's half nine with me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's taken me a wee bit of time to dial it back because I got in quite late. And then, see when you're dialing back your sleeping pattern and then it gets upset or something, it's a fucking nightmare. But uh, yeah, getting up early, uh, getting a bit of work done. Then I usually, what's nice is, and it's fresh, is usually I take like a midday, I usually do take a midday break to go train, but during my day load wake up and like taking a midday break and taking like a two hour break to the, the beach or something for a dip. And it's fucking great, man. It's fucking about 33 degrees and then back in for a night shift. What do you mean a night shift? I oh, do you work do like, like? Oh, you a, mean? Yeah, like I, back home, I would probably do like a half. I'd say an eight to eight to two, and then do two to five off gym, eight etc. And I usually go back in and work five to eight or something. Yeah, yeah. I, out here, Joe said, take a two hour, three hour break, and back in for a good couple hours. You sort of have to do it because you're taking your break. You're you're not finished. Like i probably need to work like eight to five hour wise or nine to five hour wise and the problem is if you take a break for the gym you know that's eating into your day so you have to then work later if that makes sense but it's just swapping around what you're doing yeah most people be like oh my god he's working eight or day to the most nights yeah obviously but then other people are in the gym that fucking time anyway yeah so but you're also no you're also doing a sweet fuck all in between going to the beach and having the life of riley that's what you say having the life of riley i've never met a man like you hey Used to be me. I'm jealous. I am jealous. Well, it's not be long. You're right, man. I'm back. Goodbye. I'm back, and I hear lad. I'm back. I'm back. The clubs are opening. The diary is full to the brim. Is it? It's full. Any international gigs. What? Any international gigs planned? Uh, there's a few, but I, I can't. I have to cancel other gigs to oh, get them in. To say, no, I have to cancel other gigs, so I can't say because I have to actually let people down to get them in. <laughs> Right. Well, international as far as international goes, Scotland is international before Christmas. What are I beef or anything? Any good places? No, I be, well, like, the beef is closing this might week. As well be DJing in fucking Belfast, like. I know Scotland's good crack. I like them over there. Um, no, I beef started. It opened last week and it's closing this week, pretty much. Oh, yeah. For fuck's sake! Um, so yeah, that'll be that's that. The season that. over for you. That's the season over. But yeah, Scotland. But my diary's full to the health with Northern Ireland stuff. And the south as well. well there you go. You're um, fucking King Big Bucks now. Fucking low. King's again. back. Great hard a bit. Cash flow is back. The main topic I think of this okay. week, or we were gonna we was your gonna hair, challenging what yourself. about your hairline? What do you mean? Dubai does weird things hair. to your hairline. Ugh, you're just trying to make me paranoid. <laughs> Typical. Do you Typical. wear your hair different when you're in Dubai? I just go for the chic style. Do you do you flick it up? Back. You don't. I honestly don't know, mate. I, don't, I need a haircut. I'll go get one off one of the boys tomorrow. No, I don't go day. to the same boy you went to the last time because you know what happened there. The Mike Thurston cut. He just shaved my head. <laughs> he started blending you know, it at your crown. <laughs> I just go to the. I just go to the closest person usually. So oh, see, that's not the fucking. Home, it's different out here. I just tend to go for who's close. So I know there's one around the corner called Cyclone. It says quick haircuts, so that's definitely no. cyclone. Yeah, so it looked like it came out is of that your belly. Anyway, but what do you mean? Yeah, that is my belly. Rumbling. 
oh yeah i'm fucking starving that's some noise right so today's topic what, what was today's topic challenging yourself challenging yourself when was the last time you challenged yourself tony i think this is our challenge right now i set you a challenge i set you a challenge make your fucking bed doesn't need me and it's sweet it's not it it looks like the cyclone maybe was in that room my it, bed it's an absolute disaster aggressive wanks mate it's no it's wild in there <laughs> no it's because your mummy's not there to tidy your room for you <laughs> my ones don't make my bed i usually do make it but it just depends like see honestly like i i always fall back into routine whenever i feel like i need it but right now my productivity's fucking great like i'm getting so much done with work i'm getting way more downtime see whenever i feel like productivity is low i usually go back to my habits of like i'll make my bed i'll get up (laughs) half an hour earlier i'll just sit i'll read but see whenever things going really smooth i don't really feel the need now some people will argue and say (laughs) so they're the foundations but at the same time i feel fucking great i'm I'm laughing about a comment that was said about you last night (laughs) What was, where was this? Someone has now nicknamed you Kanye. Because you're, you're following nobody on Instagram. <laughs> Check out fucking who Kanye. Called <laughs> who called me Kanye? That's not even funny. <laughs> Mr. West. Oh, Check out Kanye Why there. Kanye West not follow anyone? No. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's, That's a good right. one, Fuck, people are, <clears throat> people are quick, hey? Can you? I could roll that. Sheik, can you? <coughs> can you, Michael Levy? <laughs> it's, it's got a ring to it, I tell you that. Well, yeah, so. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so much and I got sent that last night. Um, but yeah, challenging yourself. You do challenge yourself like uh, on the daily because you're either always bulking or cutting. Yeah, like food. I'm always like, pushing in one You're direction. rarely maintaining. I don't ever maintain. I think I always say to people, maintain is a waste of time. But I think that's probably an insecurity as well. That if you don't push, you'll not move forward. So to some extent, there's a time and place to challenge yourself, and then there's maybe not. But I do feel like you'll always hear the quote, and it's like you know you don't grow in your comfort zone and all that shit. But I do feel like if you're not in some way, shape, or form challenging yourself to some degree, you're probably gonna regret it long term because it challenges what shapes you. Yeah. Yeah. Short term discomfort creates long-term i don't know what i was going to make up say let's say long-term success right. or long-term what do you want to finish i don't that? know no no Short you keep term. going you're you're doing well with that one yeah and it feels like it. iron well, sharpens iron it's like the joe me, me and con have always said it's short-term pleasure long-term pain joe short-term <laughs> gain long-term pain that's it i can't even say it man short-term fucking you Gain. Pleasure, long term, yeah, short term gain, long term pain, pain, and then vice versa. Joe, so short term pain, you'll have long term gain. It's like Joe, if you eat a McDonald's, like I am gonna later, you'll feel, well, you'll fucking get really good taste, and I'll be sal- satisfied. But then when you're a fat bastard in a year, it's your fault. Versus if you had a salad, and in six months you look great, it's a short term pain because you don't get Mickey D's. But the long term gain is that you're looking better. It's like Joe, you can spend all your money now, or you can put it in investments. And short term pain is you don't have the money now, but long term is you'll have all the money in investments. Unless your investments go down the sh- down the pressure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it's just a trade off. I think in life you need a mixture of both. You can't be all in the future. You can't be all in the past. So what about living life for the now? What if you live life for the That's now I mean. every day for the yeah. now? No, no, no. You need both. You need both. 
Like living life for the now is like somebody just up sticks and goes to Dubai. I th- I believe in living life for the now, but I also do feel like you need to have some sort of fucking plan for the future. If you don't plan for twenty years in the line, it's like saying Joe, like whenever he gets you just left mid conversation and you fucked off. Mickey, you're back here. Put them headphones the fuck back on. I'm back. You hear I'm me back. There? What the fuck? I'm just back. left me mid conversation. I was listening to you. No, you weren't. Your headphones were off. I know you. I was shouting your name. <clears throat> I could hear you. I could hear you. Um, the podcast almost went down the tube there and then. That was it. I was listening to you, but all I was thinking is, you're wrong because you live life in the now more than most people. But then I save a lot of my money. If I was living life in the now, would I not be blowing <laughs> a lot of my money? Like I save about seventy percent of all my wages at the moment. Yeah, that's because you're buying a. Uh, Alexander Mc... McBoofins. McBoofins. <laughs> McBoofons. Hey, Alan Hoofners, McQuinnies. £5.80. Only you would buy. Did you try them on? No, I didn't try them on. I was ready to burn them. I heard you got them out there, were you? No, I didn't. I've got my Balenciaga's out. Nobody can tell the difference. Fresh. <laughs> Loads of people on TikTok writing me about me wearing them. Going, what a dickhead wearing his Balenciagas to the gym, and I go, mate, the cost fucking eighteen quid. You bell end, stop giving me shit. I love your it's TikTok. Like, I l- love your TikTok. The comment section, the comment section. Yeah, I do ask for it. Like, I rally them. I rally the troops and get them over. As soon as you put a new TikTok, I've got a, I've got a Facebook group, Tony's TikTok, and as soon as you put a TikTok and I put it in the group, and I go, 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 team. They're all like user two three four zero. Ah, they're all fake accounts. They're all fucking. So I don't know. It's probably somebody anyone giving it. But ah oh well. Do you think? Do you think say right? Setting yourself challenges like doing a marathon. People look at that go. Oh, you get supremely fit in the big challenge of rolling that amount. But would you think of it in the other way of like the challenge it sets yourself mentally? Like how mental, more, more mental yes. strong you, you can be. But people don't often look I, at that part of it. They look at the point going, oh, you're really fit and you're very active and you're healthy and you're training for a marathon. But they don't really think about how mentally strong that, that oh, challenge yes, will bring on. you. Like, oh, I think that's the most important part of any challenge. I don't think it's actually important that it's physical. Yeah. I think it's more so like, say you want to build a business and you go, I'm going to post every day for 100 days. Yeah, like might not seem mentally tough, but that will get into a stage where you want to quit oh, it. You can't be arsed. Same with the marathon. But I think once you do something that you honestly thought you couldn't do, or that sucked to do, and you still done it, you build mental resilience. So like, if you it, honestly like, if I was to do a marathon, right, I am not built for it. Never run probably more than five k in my life. Like it would seem almost impossible in my mind. So to do that, then would build, yeah. and I would, and you could do it. Nail it. It would take time. It'd be tough. And then nail it. You you build self belief. I think that's where the challenge is key because yeah. when you build self belief, you'll you're willing to stick your neck out for other things. Like you'll go for the girl that you think is slightly too good looking for you because you're you're ballsy now because you've got a wee bit more info about you. Do you know what I mean? Though you're she fucking looking your eyes up. You know what I mean? Maybe not for you, but what do you call a good looking man? Hard to beat, like clean cut there, around the beard and all trim from him, was it? No, I haven't actually shaved this week yet. Oh, it's fresh, no. new, natural. But Belt. you know what I mean? You'll you'll 
you'll take that into every area of your life I think and I think that's yeah. the most important thing because it's like I put my Instagram on there fitness didn't change my life because I got in shape fitness changed my life because I got actually mentally fucking tough yeah like yeah. I'm not a victim I'm willing to work for things whereas it's taking that work ethic and then putting it into your marriage your relationship because you didn't have a work ethic at all oh my god you're a glue bag tragic I was a glue bag and I used to just play Call of Duty and sit up all night and literally just wank do nothing like literally just be a potato and then, joking, and then it was it like a sweat was it like a did you have a period then between we'll call you I had, fucking... issues with, I had issues with women and that's what triggered it whenever I was younger so like when I was like 16 uh, I remember like 7 like maybe it was younger than I might have been like 14 mate I think it was quite young it could have been like you know it probably would have been like 15 is when I started doing like 15, 16 is when I started doing abs so it would have been in around that period it was back when MSN was on oh I like knock knock uh, I don't know what knock knock is. Is that knock, oh knock. yeah yeah like yeah like knock knock and chat and all that. Uh, but I remember like uh, just like the way whenever you're young like even chatting the last is like a bit of a big deal. And I remember like not being text back and it fucking like enjoy that sort of shit younger and then seeing the last and not going well. And then I was like fuck this I'm gonna get ripped to bits. And then from there it just went. Yeah. Joe, it sort of spiraled from like a, I'm gonna be better than what it was I need to improve it was probably came from a place of like no it wouldn't have been hate it would have been a place of being too self-critical yeah but then and then what about uni time, uni you were still a bit of a glue bag but you just had a work ethic oh, yeah I went uh, the work see but the thing is I think once you've had the work ethic once like I know I can just yeah it can it can just flick because I've done it before so after uni after all the drugs like I knew it was just a matter of what I need to set my mind to and I've, I've done it before just a matter of flick boom but were you still training or when you are in uni no three days a week I done a Saturday Sunday and you I usually done a Friday Saturday Sunday I usually didn't drink on a Friday in uni nobody really does no. on a Saturday and a Sunday and that would have been it I would have trained three days a week and I would have drank there before I would have drank I would have drank Sunday night as well I would have drank four or five nights a week in uni I was and I probably was taking like set, first year wasn't too bad second year I would definitely have been taking drugs I'd say oh, at least twice a week maybe more yeah like for a consistent period of one term there was a night I'm not lying where I definitely was on it way too much and then that's whenever you hit a real low again and then that's when the penny switched for me whereas yeah. I'm not saying for anybody leaning in there but whenever you're just taking them and you're not getting no bad trips or bad uh, I don't effect, lean on this. yeah yeah don't lean in but whatever I, I, I didn't lean in because everything was going great yeah. so I was like ah fucking it's great crack and then the more I lent in the worse I felt and I had a breaking point where I remember hanging, like I remember being dead of the world on Christmas Eve in my house after the lands around Christmas period. And I was fucking in agony. Just lying there, I thought I was gonna die. And just the most worst I've ever felt in my life. I'll never forget it. Uh, couldn't string two sentences. My ones knew I was chinned to bits from the nights before. Like I couldn't speak at Merced. My mom was like, you were definitely on drugs because you're literally actually fucked. And I was just like, yeah, I'm absolutely bait here. And then it just slowly transitioned from there. But it's quite tough as well. Like I know it's getting back into my backstory, but it's quite tough as well. But whenever you're telling people in, you're going to go on and do great things and be a fitness uh, head. Whenever two months ago, you're banging pills like there was no tomorrow. So yeah. that's where like I think as well. Do you ever see the thing where people say, oh, like my ones don't support me and my partner does? You have to give that person a reason to support you. You uh, need to be yeah. nailing it for six to six. To, see, see, once I nailed fitness, for a year yeah maybe two after that 
that's when all of a sudden my dad was helping me with my meals. That's when my mum was helping me more cleaning. They would give me a hand because they actually were like, this fucker's actually doing something with himself. Whereas oh, it's not a phase. It two, yeah, when you're doing it two or three months, people think it's a phase. They're never going to help you. So that's why when people are like, oh, my partner doesn't want me to change. No, they just don't. You haven't gave them a reason to prove yeah. that you can change. You need to already change. <laughs> and then once you've changed or made yourself better to your level, then they will support you. Like, you know what you're saying? Oh, I'm turning into the fucking rock. And then two weeks later, you give up like majority of people, you know? Oh, aye, that's, that's, that's always the way. You put yourself... Like you're like, oh, I'm yeah. fucking going to get ripped to shit. And then you do some mad calorie restriction the first week and you bracket the weekend and you're like, I'll start again on Monday and you do the same again. And you halfway through that week, you're just like, nah, fuck yeah. it. We've all been there. And I've been just, there many a million times. Exactly. And then as you build self-confidence with nailing things, yeah. when you do stuff like that, I think weekly you're breaking down your self-work to yourself. Whenever you, whenever yeah. you know every week you're failing, you're failing literally if you're doing that. Do you, do you think it that's makes you... your first big challenge though? No, but I mean that—that that is a challenge for people, Joe. No, I don't think that's a challenge. I think that's more of like a no. You're challenging yourself too much. No, but I mean you, <clears throat> the turning the corner from the lands days. Do you think that was your first big challenge that you kind of go, I'm fit for any challenge now because that's the challenge uh, that, like the turnaround one. I, I think the turnaround one was when I was younger, and I goes, I'm going to hit abs every day for a year, and I smashed them for like 18 months consistently every day for 45 months in my garage. Didn't miss a day. And I literally don't have abs anymore. I hit that. I done that when I was sixteen. It was like seventy and a half or seventy. It was like eighteen. I had the same meal for dinner every day for a year and a half or something. Chicken goujons, beans, and potatoes. Like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> uh, like a lunatic. Like seriously. <laughs> uh, and once I done that and I got abs, it's like right. Well, if I can do that in a year, then we'll see. But I would say the only thing I've ever done that's the biggest challenge for me is probably doing like firefighting school I find that really yeah. difficult mentally and physically I'm just not a practical person I'm not born to do stuff with my hands like I'm not born to take a car door off I'm not born to fucking climb a ladder and open a door like me I'm not lying it takes me about five months to lock my house door so being practically skilled Joe you know way whereas like some uh, people can pick up a tool yeah, I can't and just either. fuck it there's boys that can just take cars apart and everything like I'm I'm dead on with books but like oh my god could you like, change a tire so in a car Yes, I can, but okay. it would take me to I one hundred. I've done that. Would yeah. you trust Joe, it? But Joe, yeah, Joe. The funny thing is, I once stopped to help a fellow change his tire. Right, where do you hear this? In the point, in the warm point, stopped, pulled in on the way down, and they did to give him a hand, change his tire because it was already from his sister. Changed his tire, right? Because he couldn't get the last bolt off. Do you know the four of them, and then one's always tighter. Uh. Uh, I had to fucking practically. I near broke my back doing it. And Joe, whenever I drove around the point, guess what? My tire blue. Boss, boss! I had to change two fucking Good tires enough, in one fucking night. Second, second year, second the shit that he had. So, but yeah, I can. But practical stuff I got, you know. I think what really put me outside my comfort zone. But then at the end of it, I was like, "Fuck, you know what? If I can do that, and I really struggled, you know, I think really persistence is just the key." What about you? What would you say is the biggest challenge for you in my life? Fuck, I don't know. Been loads of different ones. Like the like, would there... you say there's a turning point though? Um. Well, probably big turning point was kind of going full time as a DJ when everybody's telling you that that can't be done. No, at that stage, club DJ when wise, did you go full time as a DJ? I'm curious. Um, not. probably. What year would that Two thousand and fifteen, maybe sixteen. Still done DJ yeah. related stuff, but it was all like events and stuff. It was all D. It was all DJ stuff, but it was all like events and stuff. But like people would have told you, 
Like, like you can't You have to have A fallback At that stage I don't think Maybe there might be One or two Full time club DJs In Northern Ireland Maybe Yes Not like Not, inclu- the not including the guys Full time jobs with it Yeah not including the guys Like the radio guys Like Hicks and all Like they're full time DJs But they're full time Presenters as well Would but you ever consider that? I would, yeah, and I have been, I've have been, uh, I have been, certain radio stations have reached out in the past. I, I had a job, this is going back years ago on City Beat. Um, it was when I was in America living. <laughs> so City Beat's now Q Radio. Um, so I flew home from America for to start a job with City Beat and I landed at the city beat for the meeting the pre-start meeting and the guy was like oh I the boy that hired you has been sacked and we're looking into all his past kind of work in the way and we'll get in touch with you in a couple of weeks see where you're at and they never got in contact ever again and I flew home uh, from what? I flew home from Daytona Beach Florida for that job like, turns out the guy who gave me the job it was during the world cup of the uh, the world cup in japan or one of them other countries uh, or maybe south africa he uh went out with the city beat team and pretty much blew the whole budget on the first couple of days on a fucking rager <laughs> of a night out and got sacked <clears throat> Fuck me. so yeah um i have been reached out i've been reached out a few lately as well um I don't know if I don't know I don't know if it's something that would work with this podcast maybe you can't be that outspoken that's the one thing about the radio DJs Northern Ireland except for Nolan um, you would have to tone it down you, you have to tone it down, tone it down and that. you have to be a yes man that is probably one of the problems that's held me back in the past is I'm not a yes person um, people yeah, in, but people in Northern Ireland in the music in the long run. people in Northern Ireland in the music industry like yes people and they like ass lickers I don't like ass I don't say I don't I'm not a yes man I do things my way she's Latina <laughs> I do things my way and it does uh, like there's certain promoters and there's certain people in Northern Ireland that have a lot of disdain for the way I do stuff because n- most times if you want to succeed you have to go through them I didn't go through them I went around them and it caused a wee bit of annoyance but I don't know Challenges everywhere. Like you need to break a few eggs, make an omelet. Yeah, challenges everywhere. Like you know, going full time DJ and saying you couldn't do it, did it. Um, even there, say during COVID, like that was a long time from I had a real job, and I went from the life of luxury, the life of Riley, to set my alarm for half three in the morning, and going out on the film yeah. set. So that was yeah, one. Was of, so now even like if I'm going. Like sleep, I can just get up in the morning now. Like that's one thing I will take from that. There's nothing you can throw at me now that'll be harder than going on to film set at four o'clock in the morning or half three in the morning with the wind fucking slapping the face of you and you're soaking yeah, within no. twenty minutes. You know, so they're the sort of challenges that I'd set myself, you know, and I would take uh you know, take I, lessons from it. But I every, think most people do uh, get as well. Like, yeah. Uh, yes, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, like, I shared that Matthew McConaughey speech earlier, and I think it's really good for this, actually, to be honest. Like, like life is not supposed to be easy or fair. It's supposed to be hard. Like, yeah. And, it, like, it's every aspect of it's not, like, 
if a relationship was easy, Joe, it's not. Uh, getting in shape's not. No. Running a really successful business isn't. Even working nine to five where people say it's safe is fucking tough if your boss is a dick or even if you're not yeah. happy. Like, the thing is, though, uh, and if you ever see that speech I shared it, you'll probably see it, you'll probably remember, but, like, it's practically life isn't fair. It's not going to be get the fuck over it and move on. It's up yeah. to you what you do then. The comfort zone's not a good place to be. Yeah, exactly. And then I think even on top of that, people will be like, fuck, do you know what? Like, Tony's doing really well for himself. He's moved out here. Like, there's things that happen me out here and I'm just like, oh, that's fucking not on. Like, you know, there'll be risks I take that I'll not talk about openly where I'll put down money and it'll just go parachute for no reason. Yeah. Like, no reason at all. And you just be like, that's not even fair. Like, I worked so hard. Though. Not, you know, like, you can sit and complain all you want, but that's what really shapes you. And that's where sometimes it, the biggest challenges we use to shape us are the ones that we don't actually know we're getting ourselves in oh, for you don't, you or don't know their you're not prepared for. Yeah, like, you know when people get a, I'm not saying a divorce, but you know when something really shitty happens yeah. and then something big comes from it? Like, I went to course before, do you remember I said this in the Martini thing, and the girl beside me, like, her three children died in three consecutive months with car crashes. And, like, she's now, uh, like, she now does road traveling, like, no, like, courses yeah. for schools. You're just for like 18 year olds just in like just muni and like the amount of lives she would have saved her biggest challenge was obviously that don't get me wrong there's nothing that'll bring back but in case of like she's making a really big impact and she says like her life's never had more meaning yeah than what it is now which sounds odd but there is not that there's a reason but i do feel like it's not going to be fair there's no point and i think this just rolls back to like the victim if you have a comfortable life like don't get me wrong i don't think anybody does i think you're I think you just pick what challenges you get almost. Yeah. Like it's down to you whether you want the challenge of dealing with that. Like you can either, do you ever see, like I think David Goggins talks about it as well. Like you can get the challenge of going out and smashing your runs and that's a challenge mentally or you can get the challenge mentally of feeling like you're not doing enough. Like you're not reaching your potential and that's a challenge in itself to, yeah. to calm that voice because see if you're not doing everything in your power to move forward, especially as a male and I'm not too sure what females are like because I can't speak for one but there is always this voice in most male, men's head am I reaching my full potential? Is there more? Is there more? Is there more? And that in itself, if you're not chasing that, that can be quite daunting and quite taxing a challenge in itself. Because I think even when you're married in a relationship with kids, you're programmed to want more and that's a challenge to actually turn that off. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's fucking, you don't realize the amount of things that, that can, but I do believe that although there's physical challenges like David Gargan's running miles and don't be wrong, as you said, the marathon, but, it's all about the mental side of things yeah. because I think once the mindset's made, everything follows, everything yeah. goes. You know, it, it's that. It's well, that a marathon to me and a, a and a marathon to you is two very different challenges. And a marathon Not to mental. David and a marathon to David Goggins is a very different challenge. You know, to David Goggins, that's an an easy challenge. To me and you, yeah, that's like, a fucking uh and then you know a mountain that we fucking may not get over. Um. Yeah, like I took a year, like for example, I took a year off the drink and it wasn't a challenge. I'd done it by accident. Yeah. And the thing is, yet if you told somebody that, they'd be like, oh, that's going to be. Fuck, how'd you manage to do that? And you're like, well, for just yeah, forgot the drink. I, that was, but that, I don't struggle with that. Whereas yeah. you, you will, I'll struggle with something that you don't struggle with. Like it could be, Joe, I was going to say, I was going to say brushing your teeth, but like. Oh, funny enough. Teeth, we've, we've, sound- we've got a, people are starting to send us stupid questions to answer down the podcast. <laughs> Oh, good. Wild and through. Let, let's see. Um, but anyway, through. just to wrap up on the challenge part. Um, Set yourself one. Grow, I used grow, to. Grow 
I used balls. I used to when I was training with you, I because you were always on about form and tempo and da 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 and all that fucking bullshit. I used to set myself oh, challenges, to see if all my bad reps. So my de- your your thing for me was my delts. So every time I yeah. done a bad rep, I would add five reps extra for delts at the end of the session. Every session. Oh my god, that's so shit. But then I didn't do bad reps when I was fucking training. So it just made me make sure my form was good because I hate doing fucking yeah. delt raises. But that's why you're taught, do you ever see like in the fire service, we were taught like this and it's like the military as well. As much as people hate it and they'll say it's not healthy, you learn a lot quicker whenever there's punishment. Oh, I, 100%. Like for example, see doing laps we and sprints. Hose up the, bingo, when we were, we rolled hose up, see if somebody didn't finish within the time period. Yeah everybody had to do it again so it wasn't a case of it was and that's also teamwork and stuff but like do you know that case of if, if you do it wrong you're doing it more than just once right, if you more, do it wrong so, you're doing it twice yeah like i i remember I, I had a real problem with forgetting things in my house yeah so i put a pull-up bar in my room so anytime i went in and out of my room and i forgot something i had to do 10 pull-ups yeah and that is sure as fucking annoying if you're forgetting two or three things and you're going later because you almost need fucking shower again yeah. But anyway, yeah, what's the questions hit me? Come on, right. baby. Yeah. <clears throat> There's right. a zombie oh. apocalypse. Oh right? You have an SUV. You have an SUV. Yeah. And a baseball bat. <laughs> Where are you going first? <laughs> Where are you going? Fuck. Where are you heading? I'm I in Ireland. Yeah. Where do you want to go and know. take ahead of some zombies? <laughs> What do you mean take ahead? I'm 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 driving for freedom. You're driving for freedom? I'm going towards like Ackle Island or something. So you're you're going towards County Mayo. I'm getting the fuck off. I'm going towards East Throne to start splitting some heads, zombie heads. Well, you're gonna die, so, I'll laugh. So, I'll get in the wee island by myself. Well, I'm ready to go to war, you're ready to run to the hills. That's the difference that's the difference between me and you, Tony. That's the throw man coming out in me. That's the down man of you. I'll be a brave man, but it'll be a dead man. I'll still be doing this podcast. From life from our lives. When you turn into a zombie. Who's going to be listening? The the zombies, I'll play it over mass speaker. The voice in Sri Lanka, I'll still be listening. That could have been... That could have been me. That could have been me on that podcast, but I'm here munching brains with the rest of these goons. <laughs> we have we have three we have three questions. Maybe four. Oh, baby, yes. How many oh, chickens would it take to kill a lion? I don't know if we answered that one. I've heard that one before. We answered how many ducks for an elephant. <laughs> uh, how many chickens for a lion? Fuck. <laughs> Ten thousand. It's got to be a lot of chicken. Uh, 10,000 keeps coming to mind. But then but the surface area of a lion, what's the 10,000 going to do? No, he's going to take out. He's going to take out a couple of hundred in the first couple of minutes. Depends. What do chickens attack with? Their beaks? Their beaks. Claws. They could claw the eyes out in them. I reckon like 5,000 would do the job handy. I reckon like two or 3, 5,000 chickens. Or <sighs> what I eat, wake. <laughs> I was gonna say that's your that's what you call protein. Um, Five thousand chickens, yeah. Like I reckon in circumference around the land, like it would take like twenty. Yeah, wouldn't it? Like twenty round them. Let's say ten. So then t- ten or twenty. Yeah, ten no or twenty. Way. Yes, say twenty. Yeah, say t- say ten for easy math. Right. So then you would have ten rows, and that would be a, a thousand, or sorry, a hundred. <laughs> right. 
and then over 10 and then 10 times that so you'd have 50 you'd have what how many is that 10 times 10 that'd be what like fucking 100 rows of chickens to kill out if you had 10,000 yeah I think that's pretty realistic like 100 rows of chickens is a lot of rows like yeah yeah don't know what would you reckon I would say I, I would if if I was going to if there was a lion in my garden and someone says you need to buy chickens to kill to buy 10,000 chickens you're going to lose a lot of chickens but you're going to kill a lion ultimately yeah I would, t- I would take five to ten thousand to be safe I don't think you need much more than that but then again is it a young lion is it an old lion you know? I also think if you picked wrong and you went under that you would have to go back to the market I'm assuming you're going to a market to buy these and then you would have to buy Five thousand. That wouldn't be enough to do the job, and then you have to go back and buy the ten thousand. So I would always rather overbuy. Wonder what type of lion would done. the lion be? A nice lion? Would the chickens be nice chickens? Well, no. You'd have to rile them up, start poking them, and all to get them going. Like, you'd sort of do like the <clears throat> the the way they make chicken roosters fight each other. And all you'd have to fucking poke them and all. I don't. I don't think roosters have any. Well, no, that's a different story. How many roosters will it take to kill a lion? Oh fucking like two, <laughs> two roosters. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> I reckon you'd easily get maybe like fifty roosters to kill a lamb. Yeah, like maybe a hundred max. You get a hundred roosters. I have a fuck. They're aggressive cunts. Turkeys, turkeys are aggressive. I've had loads of issues of roosters in Bali. I fucking hate the cunts. <laughs> They're always on the wee dusty roads. And <laughs> if you're on a bike or you're even walking, they start chasing you. Oh, it's grim as fuck. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I got chased by Richard right. before. This again, brushing your teeth or wiping your ass, you have to give up one. What would it be? Wipe my ass. I would use the wee thing that's in my toilet over here, generally spray thing. Do you use it? The wee French thing, yeah, do you use that I'm over here? Like, no, you do here. not. You couldn't even get, you couldn't get squatting on that. The wee, wee, the wee uh, hose thing is shoot up your arse. Is it? Is it? Is it the one? Is it's it the wee French thing? What's it called? A loo? It's not a loo. The loo? Is it a loo? Is that not a toilet or is that the Louvre? It's in the museum. <laughs> I don't know what the fuss. The Louvre is a museum, like. Right. Let me Google this. What is the? Well, hold on. Oh, you're talking about the hose. Mind. You're talking about the hose thing that's on the wall. Yes. What is that? What is? It's the a hose. hose. No, it's just a hose. I thought you meant the actual no, secondary. The second your week toilet, two hoses. One is t- no, that's not fucking it. The hose to wash your. I'm gonna try to wash your bum. It's your bum. Right. A bit of char has a handheld triggered nozzle that is placed near the toilet. Delivers a spray of water used for anal cleansing. <laughs> the cleaning of genitals after using the toilet for defecation and urination. The device is similar to that of a kitchen sink sprayer. So you'd What's give. So you'd down? give up. You'd give up. <clears throat> brushing your teeth what do you mean no I would give up wiping my arse because I could spread right that's cheating that's not cheating you said wipe you didn't say for a wipe for a week you have to go off one of them what is it wipe my arse all day you, you walk around with shitty togs for a week if it's for a week I'd maybe give up brushing my teeth if it's a week if it was for life I'd give up. I'd give up washing my arse. Right. What, what would you take? Um. Well, you'll have to Let's wipe your. Over. You have to wipe your. You've already taken. You have to wipe your you ass. Like. So would you just go pure? You can't go around smelling the shit. Can't 
can't go around fucking with big gammy breath. Well, fucking, the, lucky enough, COVID came, we all couldn't put masks on. Oh, fuck me. You'd knock yourself out if you didn't brush your teeth for a yeah, week. But rather than having shit around me, good talks. Just a word talks. <laughs> right, there was one more here, but I can't find this boy. Fuck oh, no, baby. Come on. You're not got him, no. no. I hope you are liking this. I'll do it before Mickey does it. Please make sure to like, share. I actually do think the shares help more than anything. So if you do enjoy it, please share it in your story. Uh, and would also give you a if you could change your name this very moment, what would you change it to and why? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was a good. One. Or if I um, if I could change your name. You wouldn't be allowed to change my name. Yeah, if I could change your first name to anything. You could change my first name to anything. What would you change? I know I'd change yours to... I'd change yours to Chico. We, there's we Chico McAlevey. Yours would be Scooby. 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 Like Sco- Scooby the dog or Shaggy. Shaggy. Shaggy or Scooby. I haven't, I haven't picked yet, but it was Shaggy. There's Shaggy Quinn. Shaggy. Um... Also, when you talk with soup, not soup spoon, what was the boy's name? MC who? MC Party Cake Roll. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to find this for you. It's on YouTube if you want. Talk to. away there. Talk away. Me what? Talk to myself? Talk to yourself there a second. That's, I've got a, It's a one man show anyway. So I've got a. Hope the listeners are good. Make sure to. Hopefully, you're finding the new content that I'm posting on Instagram more funny than. All the boring shit I've been posting. Mickey has anyway. He's enjoying it. I haven't posted a humor from him. What is it? Who do what? I have to? Who are you? What? I have to. You know who I'm getting this off? What? Jerry Adams. What? <laughs> this, uh, he put up a, there. A story behind nicknames, right? Remember right. we were talking about nicknames that had the funny, like, names? Yeah, like. The origin of some nicknames are amusing, for example. There's a guy called Floorboards. And he was called Floorboards because his second name was Rafter. Ah, uh, what? There's, oh, here. There's a boy. In, I, I said this, but the McCocken thing. There's a boy in my work that was called. He, they called him Shove because his second name was McCocken. <laughs> so Shove McCocken. And I was like, oh my God. that's. And there was a boy that had. Dyslexia. I think I've said this. Boy that had dyslexia. Uh, and they called, his name was Noel and they called him Leon or something. Uh, Go ahead there, sorry. So there was a, a guy was called. His name was Chili. Because his dad's name his dad's name was Con and his second name was Carney. Ah, oh, fuck off. Another guy by the name of Mickey McBride. His nickname Mickey McNobride because his wife left him. <laughs> and there was an unfortunate <laughs> chap called Shay Cox, and his nickname was Six Mickey's. <laughs> That's very smart. I, Irish, Irish for six, six Cox, six Mickey's. Oh fuck me! There's a Fermanagh, <laughs> a man of Fermanagh who worked in a money exchange called Moss. He gets the nickname Sterling Moss. Oh, a friend yeah. called Enda May. His nickname is June. <laughs> there's a son of a man a son of a man nicknamed the lord goes by the name baby jesus oh, what? Um, a man called rusty's son is called wd40 uh, <laughs> unfortunate fellow with a surname nitham 
gets called needles. And finally, one of my favourites, a lad called Miss Ireland, because he done a parachute jumps once and landed in the sea. Jesus, me makes that. That is ridiculous. They're funny as fuck, though, to be fair. That's from Jerry Adams. That's Jerry Adams' post on Facebook. It's good to see Jerry Adams. That not fucking cookbook he brought out. It's good to see. It's good to see him making time for himself. Making time for himself. He's retired now. I don't know what the fuck he does. Fucking cookbook. Fucking cookbook. (sighs) Seriously. Keep rating and reviewing anyway, as Tony said. I'm going to check if there any more new ones. It breaks my heart every time I do this. Um, shout out to Neil Collins no as well Neil Collins killing it in the Hatfield at the minute so shout out to Neil Collins if you're about the Hatfield during the week um, give, go in and check him out follow him on Instagram best live music you'll hear he didn't even pay me also, to say that either also what is our average what is our average age uh, of the podcast <clears throat> uh, 25 22 to 35 doesn't doesn't give you anything. It's a very big average. It doesn't give you anything in between that. Well, it does if you go any. No more reviews, hey lads. Um, Disappointed out of the five or seven hundred is depending on what listens to this. A very poor. If any use people okay. are listening to Sri Lanka, drop us a review and tell us something because there's a lot of these, and I want to get to the bottom of it. Why is there a lot of these? Well, there's well over fifty. In Sri Lanka. Yeah. I can't get it because I, I can see how far, I can see where we chart. That's nearly 10%. That's so we're, in round 10 to 5%. Yeah, so we're over, we get over 50 listens in Sri Lanka and we get into the chart. Because <laughs> I know that because we drop out of the chart at 50. So inning over 50, we get into the chart. So we, we're, we're, and then when we get higher up the chart, it's more. So we could be hitting 70 or 80. So I want to just know so if you're listening in Sri Lanka. Also, if you want to bring me over to Sri Lanka for a holiday, not so much Tony. We'll go together and hunt for them. No, Tony can stay in Dubai. If you want to bring me to to Sri Lanka, I like, I'm a big fan of elephants. There's a lot of elephants in Sri Lanka. Well, I'm a big fan of ducks, so I'll bring the ducks and they can have the elephants and we'll see how they get on. Have you seen a camel yet in Dubai yet? I have, but I fucking hate the. They're stinking, Boston. They're stinking. They're stinking, but the fucking pure slave labor. They just walked up and down the beach all day. It looks pure grim as fuck. Well, first time I wanted to buy a camel stole my tile. The boy did it on purpose. Oh, no, I tried to shade it. The fella did it on purpose. Like he was playing, like Why, he was bringing... Do you want to see your todger? No, he was bringing... You know what, he'd bring it over to you and try to like sell you the rides on it. And he was making yeah. it like go down on his knees and mess about and stuff. And then he pointed, he like tapped his wee stick on the tile and the thing just from... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a joke. <laughs> that's funny, like <laughs> on that on that bombshell. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. <laughs> if um, keep buying it with coffee, and keep giving Tony abuse on TikTok. Good luck.